0: Hey everybody, this is your host Sean King with My Youth On Record.
1: We interrupt our regularly scheduled program to bring you stories, observations, and interviews from community artists who, like you, are experiencing the unprecedented, the mundane, the absurd, and the interrupted daily life in a world that changed nearly overnight. My name is Juicebox of Paradise, and I'm your co-host for My Youth On Record, Interrupted a podcast where we explore how artists' personal, professional, and creative lives are transforming in the time of
0: coronavirus. Hi, I'm Sean King. Today our guest is Amy Fitzdoily, a British singer-songwriter who arrived in Shanghai on New Year's Eve. She is still in China and has used her time in lockdown to focus on broadening her music skills by introducing new practice routines and rituals. It was such a pleasure to catch up with her, 13 time zones away, and learn about her artistry, WeChat, and similarities around the globe. Hope you enjoy.
2: Hi, my name is Amy. I'm a singer and songwriter, and I play a bit of bass and muck around with some production tools. Um, I was born and raised in London, and on The 31st of December 2019, I travelled to Shanghai in China. Three weeks after that, um, there was news of an outbreak of the coronavirus in Wuhan, which is also in China. So as you can imagine, panic. During this time, it's been quite a challenging time. My, most of my family are based across Europe, specifically London and some parts of Southern Italy. So of course, initially we thought that this might be an issue that was contained to China, but as time has progressed, as we've all seen, it's become a global pandemic. So in this time, of course, there's been lockdown, there's been um, moments of just being super careful and social distancing. And I've used music in this time to reconnect with myself. What I mean by that is to develop habits that I've always wanted to, or routines that I've always wanted to develop, especially around music. The great thing is that uh, I love singing. And that comes naturally to me. And I do that on most days. But in terms of the other musical interests I have, like playing the guitar and producing, I don't do that as much. So I sort of use this time to focus on that. Um, Instead of engaging more with social media, I've taken a a step back because I've recognised that for me, it's actually a massive distraction to be on social media. Um, so it's felt really good for me to engage with it now and again, but not too much and actually just focus on this new routine. So I've been writing with a few friends and writing alone, taking inspiration from what's around me, writing every day, practising more or less every day and thinking about what, uh, what I can be grateful for um so yeah I think we will emerge from this situation all of us changed and hopefully changed in a good way on various different levels for various different reasons so this is the beginning of my story um and I'll keep you updated
0: Hello Amy Fitzdoily, thank you so much for being here.
2: Nice to be here. Thank you for having me
0: how How long has it been since you've been to London?
2: And I did have a flight back to the um, back to the UK which was cancelled a couple of months ago so it's been about six months now. They were at some point kind of repatriating some British citizens but not from Shanghai because the situation in Shanghai it was bad but it wasn't that bad it wasn't that it wasn't like the the epicenter where where it all happened where it all broke out so the local people here were just self-isolating and i think foreigners here we're called foreigners which i still yeah it's just weird it's different we we also just kind of just naturally self-isolated followed the rules and i think probably that might be why um it kind of uh, affected shanghai differently yeah like like I said my flight was cancelled and then at the time when it started to to break out and get really bad my passport wasn't even with me it was at the visa office so I couldn't have left even if I wanted to I had friends calling saying like get out of there you need to come home and I was like yes I yeah I will try I, yeah and then at that at some point the tables turned and things got really bad in the UK and they're still not great in the UK. So yeah, things happened really weirdly. I'm just happy to be safe um, and I'm learning a lot whilst being here too.
1: Did you go out there alone or did you go out there with people that you knew? And uh, what was the original purpose for um, heading to Shanghai?
2: Firstly, I headed out here alone. And the main reason for coming out here was, number one, to experience a different culture a different language, a completely, a completely different way of life. I was born and raised, educated, everything in London, and I love travelling. I've travelled a little bit around Europe and some other places in the world, but I, I've always kind of returned back to London as a base. After these many years of doing sort of bits and bobs of travelling, started to feel quite stagnant in my environment, felt like something needed to change, but I didn't know what. It actually started by getting a job online as an English teacher for a Chinese company and realizing that the time difference was just, just bananas. Like, I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. And then I was like, you know what? I'm working for a Chinese company. Clearly I can get a job. Uh, maybe I should just go there. And, uh, yeah. So the, the main, like, in terms of supporting myself out here was to, like, be a, an English teacher, which there's huge demand for
0: it seems like that when you even gave us your story about how, how it was living in Shanghai, you submitted this at a time when dealing with this, this massive stress of a pandemic was the only thing we were looking at. Since you submitted that, can you think of like how, how things have changed in your immediate vicinity since then?
2: Well, I mean, being here is a completely different experience. I mean, in the UK, you're allowed to protest. You're allowed to gather in groups on the street and make your vote, your voice heard. Um, when I say allowed, of course, there has been sort of not, not in the UK as far as I'm aware, but you know, in the US brutality and things like that happening. So it, when I say allowed, it's a, it's a loose term, but in, in comparison to what you're, encouraged and allowed to do in China is completely different because protesting is definitely not a thing you're you're meant to do. However, I have found myself in some online groups. Um, there's an app that everybody uses here called WeChat and that's an opportunity to connect with like minded people who share your ideas, your views, creative people, diverse people, LGBT communities, just a, a massive mixture of people that I didn't even know existed here, um, but they do and they want to have their voices heard, they want to be safe doing so. So we use these groups to connect um, and chat and, and make plans and things like that. Nothing illegal, of course, but like it's just an opportunity to to offload and to, you know, if you need support, if you need emotional support, or if you just need know if you just need a friend there are people here so that's been a, a massive positive i think you know the fact that you know you will get into trouble if you go and protest on the streets in china but you do have groups where you can still kind of offload and i've made like quite a few good friends that way uh because it isn't so diverse here. It is kind of like a homogeneous society People aren't used to seeing anybody different on the streets. You know, they're like, I do get stared at quite a lot. And as someone who comes from the UK, but specifically London, um, where you can do what you want, you can dress how you like and people don't bat an eyelid. Um, and I quite like being anonymous in, in some respects, kind of just going up about my day, doing my thing without really being noticed much. That's been quite a shock to the system where everybody's like, whoa. Who are you and what are you doing on our, on our metro or on our bus? I guess that that's the thing that's always been going on here, I think. But since the kind of rioting, I think, and the fact that there are groups here that are talking about it, I think that's bringing awareness. On a general note, the Chinese, uh, Chinese people, Chinese society don't want to be seen as those people who reject others, who treat others badly. They want to be seen as people full of hospitality and kindness and openness. So they've got a lot to learn. Having seen what's going on in America and, and other parts of the world as well, they're probably trying to change their ways and, and, open, and open up a bit, which I think that's really positive.
0: I was thinking about what you had said about taking media breaks to to be creative and I I was just curious like as far as it relates to being in touch with the world in in your, your London community and finding out what's happening in the States potentially but you know especially in London and as it relates to your music how does it feel now in the midst of the pandemic to be taking a media break?
2: I am still taking media breaks and kind of tapping in and tapping out. If I want to know what's happening, I do have friends kind of in the midst of it in the UK. And I've got friends in in New York too. I've got family in Boston. And I've got some some friends in Brazil and some some friends and family in Italy. So what I'll normally do if I want to know what's going on there, I'll just ask them how they're doing and, and kind of touch in with them on a personal note. And then that will probably lead to what the situation is, speaking more widely in their area or in the country. And that saves me from having to kind of like tap into the national news of that place and then spend maybe more time than I expected to spend kind of just scrolling, browsing, feeling bad, feeling sad. Um, I would definitely advise anyone who's feeling overwhelmed to take a media break. Um, And just have some some select times where you tap in and tap out because social media is so important to all of our lives in one way, but also can be super damaging and just, yeah, can put a bit of a downer on your mood and stuff.
1: What is something like a common thread um, that you've seen from the youth in China versus the youth in London, even though they're drastically different places? uh, What's a common thread between those two groups and what is something that they need from adults? Ways that we can help those kids, even if they are into extremely different cultures.
2: Yeah. Um A common thread is, from what I've observed, is that young people are under a lot of stress and a lot of pressure, and that young people just want to be heard and listened to. Too. And I think that's so important. If they are the next generation coming up, that means they are going to be in charge of our earth yeah I just wonder if maybe we we could we could give the youth more more uh more of a platform more space and trust them more yeah to tell us what they what they think and what they feel about what's happening and and give us ideas and and take charge and we should give them the opportunity for all of that but sometimes I I don't know if that's happening and Especially here, there's a lot of there are a lot of rules and a lot of boundaries and a lot of pressure. and I think that's a, a little bit of a, re- a recipe for disaster in, in some respects.
1: Beautiful. That's amazing. Thank you so much. No problem.
0: Well, thank you so much. Amy Fitzdoily, it's been a pleasure and we hope you enjoy the rest of your day in Shanghai and a, a sincere thank you.
1: Yeah, thank you.
2: Thank you for having me
1: my youth on record interrupted is a program of youth on record it was produced by jamie duffy and david layden with the assistance of july jones and luis palacio sound engineers were david layden and jesus rodriguez podcast operations managers were mona magno and al Neff, with marketing and media direction by andrea viario murphy Original music for this episode was written by Sean King and July Jones. For more information, visit youthonrecord.org.
0: Do you have a story you want to share? We want to hear from you. Find out how to submit your own story at youthonrecord.org slash Record.